just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. Hallelujah. Please take your seat. This church, I want us to do what heaven does. It's nice to clap. You're not looking at the person. You are, the person has ministered unto the Lord and we clap for the song. Up once again. As you are clapping, the Lord will let somebody clap for you. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor you are looking nice this morning. Catch on your tune, Chesson. Why if you are not paying? Because I now when you see a now. I say then. I say when you see a now. I say when you see a but some can say, I'm ready, yes, ready, Hallelujah. This morning, we are blessed. I didn't tell you, but those who are around on Friday, I mentioned to you that we are blessed to have one of my friends, a brother, a brother in life, Somebody I can call a brother because for the many years I've known him, he has been a true brother to me. There are times that I can talk to him and we go deep and he'll tell me what he believes the Lord is saying. He has known Jesus from age 12. He has known Jesus for many years. He has been in Lighthouse from the inception of Lighthouse. Lighthouse started in 1988. And he was there. <laughs> he, is, he is a humble, he is a humble man of God. Very, very humble. If you are talking about one of the bishops that are humble, maybe he will be like number one after Bishop Dad or number two. But very anointed. In the year 1994-95, when he came to campus UST where I was, I mean, he was just behind me one year, but we're all elders on campus, and then I happened to leave school. He was there. He became the chief elder of the UST, KNUST campus churches. In the time when the church moved from one level to a greater level, by the grace of God, we are school pet. Now, school now was in Uganda. Because when I finished, I also left the following year. And then he communicated to me that he also wants to go to the mission field. And daddy says that he should go to Swaziland. Swaziland is close to South Africa. So, in the year 2000, this our lovely bishop gave his life and went to Swaziland as a missionary. Just to go and die there, preach the gospel. He went as an individual. And then the following year, 2001, he got married 
2002, he got married to his wife. And over the years, the church has grown from one person to thousands of people with the cathedral, another cathedral being built. And today, as we talk, he has been a bishop for the past six years. He is not a small person. Overseeing Swaziland and then Namibia. How many will be there? Say, I will be there. Bishop Andy Juma, an anointed man of God, a son of the prophet that he was Mills, experienced man of God, today happened to be passing through. And when I invited him, he said, I would not say no. I would come and then fellowship with you. I want us to stand to our feet with Jesus' joy singing, glory, glory, glory. Let the glory come down. Let's welcome to our international podium, our bishop, Bishop Andy Juma. Glory, glory. Sing it to the Lord. Glory, the glory of the Lord, the glory of the Lord is coming down. Sing the glory, the glory, sing glory. Oh, 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 oh. the glory of the Lord is coming down. Sing it's coming down, it's coming down. I can see your jumping. It's coming down. I can see your jumping. It's coming down. 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 The Lord, the Spirit of the Lord, Spirit of the Lord is coming down. Somebody sing the Spirit, the Spirit, the Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord. I'm going to believe it. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I said hallelujah. Amen. It's a blessing to be here this morning. Oh, you are not responding like you believe Wow. Wow. I want to use this precious opportunity to appreciate my great brother and friend, Bishop Chris and his wonderful wife, Lady Pastor Rita. Hallelujah. For this opportunity to be in your cathedral and also to preach the word of God. When Bishop Chris was talking about 
the humble man of God. I was wondering who he was talking about. Because in my opinion, he's a very, 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 very senior person when it comes to humility. So if I'm labeled as one, then I'm learning from you. <laughs> Bishop Chris and his dear wife and my family uh, have gone a long way together. Recently he was telling me how he clocked 20 years in marriage. 20. Yeah. And coincidentally, my wife was the maid of Anna at their wedding. Wow. So we've come a very long way. I met him uh, several years ago on the university campus, as he said. He was my elder. And he's still my elder. I, I took a lot of inspiration from him when he went on the mission field with his wife. Because of that, I'm still a missionary today. When they came down from Uganda some years back. He, he pastored in my hometown. So you see that the man has been pastoring me and my town people for a long time. And uh, I'm excited that the Lord has brought him to this part of the world for such a time as this. Lady Pastor Rita is a sister, a true sister to myself. She's somebody I just talked to. And we share birthdays together. So this May, when you are cutting cake, I'll also be cutting my cake there. <laughs> I want to thank all the pastors, reverend ministers, shepherds, and leaders who are helping in the building of this wonderful church. I want us to appreciate the dancing stars and the choir that came to bless oh, us. Today. That was very good. That was very good and very powerful. You know, let me allow me to just uh, acknowledge Pastor Reverend Copson, who was also in my mission. Wow. You know, people say they love Jesus. But I think that when they marry, they tend to love their wives more than Jesus. Because I was so shocked that Pastor Reverend Copson just came went to I mean came back home 
just because he met a wife. <laughs> so I, I just want to thank you for your many years of serving the Lord with me together in the mission field. God but bless. I appreciate you. Reverend Cops. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us pray. If you can, please stand to your feet. And if possible, lift up your two hands to heaven. And I just want you to speak to God for just two minutes. You want to thank him that you are in his presence. And you want to ask him to speak to you. We are many in this room today but God sees only you. He knows what you are going through. He knows where you are coming from. I may not know you. But I know the Holy Spirit knows you. So you just want to speak to him this morning. That father let your word locate me today in the name of Jesus lift up your voice and begin to speak to the Lord in the Father, name let of your Jesus word locate me. Oh, lift up your voice from the back to the front from the left to the right let your voice be heard in the throne room of God in the name of Jesus ask him to locate you ask him to speak to you tell him pass me not by a gentle savior Sandere bo shika li andere bo sandere bo rika tayala. By your word, we give you praise. Spirit of God, I welcome you into this meeting again. Fill us, Lord, with your awesome presence. Cause our ears to incline to the voice of the Father. I pray, Father, that you would have mercy on us today. Cause, Lord, your word to have free course in our lives. And may we be transformed unto the image of your dear son, Jesus. Father, I stand to oppose Satan in any form. I resist him by the blood of Jesus. And I declare that let your will be done. Above all, Lord, confirm your word with salvation, signs, and wonders in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Put your hands together for the Lord. Wonderful. I just want to find out something. How many of you have seen this book? 
anywhere before. Alright, how many of you have one? Let me see. Just wave your hand. You have one. Well, how many of us don't have one? You don't have one yet. You plan to have one someday, but you don't have one today as we speak. Let me see. Oh. You, you don't want to be honest. You may never know. Somebody will just get you one. Well, I just want to say something about this wonderful little book here. It's called Key Facts for new believers. But I was thinking about something today and I realized that even though it's called key facts for new believers, it's actually key facts for all believers. And so I want to highly recommend this book to everybody who is here. That if you are serious about what we call Christianity, I'm not talking about coming to church and being part of this church. I'm talking about making it to heaven. I'm talking about walking in your true salvation. And I'm talking about bearing fruits as a child of God. You see, in this day and season, there are so many doctrines moving around in the system. Which kind of uh, causes the believer to deviate his attention from the true foundations of Christianity. But the things in this book are, are the sure foundations of your Christian success. Many a time when you come to see things like new believers, you tell yourself, well, I'm not a new believer, so this is not for me. It's for those guys that come here and give their life to Christ. So I want it to become one of the books that you are going to read in this season. I just want to preach from one of the um, chapters in this book today. And chapter 2 of the book says key facts about salvation. Now it says eight important facts you must know. I'm just going to walk you through the eight facts, say a few things and then we'll close. So if you want to write, you can write, but if you have the book, you can just turn with me to the page. I'm just eight important facts you must know. Usually when we say something is a key, it means it's an important fact. So today we are going to just talk about 
eight important keys about your salvation. Number one. It says the Bible says that we human beings are sinners by birth and by our lives. We human beings are sinners by birth and by our lives. Number two. The Bible teaches that the good things we do are seen as filthy rags that cannot please God. The good things that we do are seen as filthy rags that cannot please God. Good. Do you have it? Number three. We can never be holy enough because we were conceived in sin. We can never be holy enough because we were conceived in sin. Number four, for those of you who are writing or who care to write. The Bible tells us that none of us can receive salvation by doing anything in particular. The Bible tells us that none of us can receive salvation by doing anything in particular. Five. We are not saved by our good works, but by our faith in Christ. Wow. We are not saved by our good works, but by our faith in Christ. Number six. God will definitely punish the sins of men with curses, sicknesses, and separation from God, both now and forever in the lake of fire. God will definitely punish the sins of men with curses, sicknesses, and separation from God, both now and forever in the lake of fire. Seven. 
There are two reasons why God decided to save man. Number one, the first reason is that, the first reason why God decided to save us is that He loves His creation very much. Number two, the second reason why God decided to save us is that we could not save ourselves through good deeds like church membership, religion, and our own righteousness. Number eight, and the last one, listen carefully, says, Jesus Christ had to come and die on the cross for us because the Bible teaches that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. Jesus Christ had to come and die on the cross for us because the Bible teaches that without the shedding of blood there is no forgiveness of sin. You want to turn your Bibles with me to the book of Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. The Bible reads in the King James Version, it says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the outermost part of the earth. And I want you to turn to Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 and 20 and then we will Matthew 28 is the last chapter in the book of Matthew. So, you find verse 18, verse, well, 18, 19, and 20. If you are there, say Amen. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Amen. Now, yes, you too, Ben, one, catch your one, see. What the Australian says, it to me, you know, mommy. And to moon, call, call you, I'm an amani, you know, mess, you know, for, moon, Amen. Amen. Now, when you come to church, a church like this one, and 
you give your life to Christ or maybe you, you gave your life to Christ somewhere and somebody invited you and you came to church and you loved the church and you joined the church sometimes when you join the church you can literally get lost in the church and when I say you get lost in the church I'm talking about getting lost in your purpose for which cause you join the family of God sometimes we get lost by the things that happen around us sometimes we get lost even by the associations that we join or we become part of but I want you to understand something that when you come to church and you become part of the family of God the local family of God there are many things you would hear there are many sermons you would hear now the subject of salvation it's not one of the many doctrines and many sermons you have to hear but the doctrine of salvation dear child of God is the main theme of the scriptures I said salvation is the main thing so thank God for the many other wonderful sermons that we keep hearing every day you need it and I need it but decide not to lose focus of the main thing the main thing you must hold dearly the main thing you must understand very well the main thing you must run with because if you lose that thing if you lose that thing called salvation if you allow it to escape from your life you drop down from becoming a genuine and a truly born again child of God into becoming a skilled and a well known member of the church Jesus said when he was about to leave he said behold all power is given unto me yes I have power but I have a very important assignment for you and the assignment is that you must wait for the Holy Spirit because when the Holy Spirit comes verse 8 he says he will give you power. He will give you power. Power for what? He says that power will cause you to become witnesses of me. Witnesses of me. He says both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the outermost part 
of the earth. And he says, and behold, I am with you always. Until the end of the age. Now listen to me, dear child of God. The day you gave your life to Christ, the day you surrendered your life freely to God, something supernatural took place in your life. That thing is called salvation. Another way of saying it is that you have had an encounter. When I got saved, I remember many years ago, I didn't know anything in the Bible. All I knew was that I'm saved. I didn't know any verse. But one thing I know, I knew was that I was saved. In those days, if I sat in the bus, if I sat in the church room, if I'm in any public transport, it doesn't matter who is sitting next to me. The witness in me, that encounter, compels me to share with that person. Because it's not really about the knowledge of the scripture, but it's about the knowledge of the encounter that you have had. So that you are saved, that you are saved, means you must walk in your salvation by becoming a true witness of Jesus Christ. Christ. Put your hands together. Wow. I find it very interesting. Maybe it doesn't happen here. But where I come from, you can have people who say they are born again. He's leaving his boyfriend's house. And he has come to sit in the church. Now I better not sorry them. And he's dancing more than even the people who are now, come from the house. You can't be saved. And you are sitting in the church even with your girlfriend and you know that yesterday she was on your bed. It's like nothing even pushes you to make things right. But I tell you, if you have an encounter with Jesus and you become to be born again, you don't need pastor to tell you that, go and change that thing, go and correct it. You yourself, you know and you know and you know that I need to put things right. You make things right. Hallelujah. You will make things right. Nobody has to tell you. And you'll be no better. You come to ask, Pastor, should I leave him? At your age, I should tell you to go and leave him. You've not met Jesus or you've not met him well. If you had encountered him, first John chapter one. First John. First John chapter one, verse one. 
You know where First John is? It's at the back of your Bible. John who made the Bible Verse First John chapter one verse one it says that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. He's talking about the word of life is Jesus, and he says we have handled him. We have seen him and we have heard him. For the life was manifested. And we have seen it. And bear witness. And show unto you that eternal life. Which was with the Father. He says, verse 3. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you. That ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son. John said, John said, this, this word of life, this Jesus, this, this son of God, we have handled him. We've looked upon him, we've heard him. We've encountered him. But he says, we declare him unto you. May you live here. To declare the same Jesus. If you believe that that is the greatest problem of man. Then you have the solution. You have the solution. I mean think about why people will pay so much price to preach the word of God. Many have said that why leave your career and preach? Because the problem of mankind is not only doing secular things. The problem of mankind is actually spiritual. The problem of sin. And the Bible says for all have sinned falling short of the glory of God. And that is why many people are trying to cover themselves up with so much busyness in the world. You can put on the nicest dress. Have the most powerful makeup. Wear the nicest shoes. Drive the nicest car. But if sin is in you, your beauty is never revealed. Sin. So if you are saved, understand that the power of sin is broken in your life and maintain your cause don't, em- don't embrace it don't 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 walk with Jesus and also walk in sin many 
You are going below the standard of God. And you know within yourself that outwardly you are trying to portray a certain sense of glory but you are falling short of the glory. The word glory means beauty, doxa, the beauty that God gives. You are falling short of so finally you don't have to do anything in particular to be saved I like that point you don't have to do anything in particular oh really if you are talking about this thing called sin and how to redeem from sin I would have thought that I have to do a lot of things but when it comes to salvation you don't have to do anything if you need help from any agent of darkness whether it's healing or promotion or favor he will tell you that bring something from, from money to clothing to cars to animals to sometimes human life and all these things are not, are not even meant to pay for sin. It's and just to, me, to sort life's issues. And I'm telling you, if you are desperate, and you are really desperate, whatever they tell you, you will do it. Bishop Chris, I remember many years ago, I don't know whether you were still on campus. I fell sick. Hey. And the type of sickness it was, it was like malaria in those days. But anytime I get up to work, I feel dizzy. I've taken gone to hospital. hospital. Gotten medication gone through all the tests but when I get up from my bed to walk to lectures I feel so dizzy that I wouldn't feel like going again then my friends will come and visit me and you know everybody who comes to visit you is like a doctor they all have their own diagnosis oh is this oh is this oh is this now at the point I was losing so much lectures that I began to be afraid and I had lost faith in the hospital then one day a, a friend came to knock on my door and said he had heard about my condition and he said oh he has some help in fact he said oh what you are expressing is called go slow I said what is go slow I've never read or heard about it in any medical book then I said really he said oh I'll bring you some herbs just boil it like tea and drink it 
the ghost room go out. I said to myself, hey, what is this? I've never drank any when I sit in the bus, I don't listen to all these cocoa medicine. I don't listen to all those guys. But this guy came and he's like, Look here, this is what you need. At that point I was desperate. I said, my friend, bring it, bring okay, it, bring it. So I was there when he brought like a plastic, a sachet of small, 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 small leaves. He said, boil it as tea and drink. When the guy brought it, I told him, boil for me. Within 10 minutes, he had finished boiling. Oh, I said, give it to me. I drank the tea in his presence. I'm talking about when you are desperate. By the grace of God, when I drank that tea, I got better. <laughs> but I'm telling you that when you are desperate, you will pay any price. So they'll tell you, bring your daughter. Initially, you say no, but I tell you as you go, you will think about it. Even though it's a very high price. But none of those things pay for sin. None none of those things. The Bible says, our righteous acts are like filthy rags before God. So you don't get saved by joining the dancing stars. Even though it's a very powerful thing to be the dancing star. See the things they do that you can't do it. If you try it, you break your leg. You can't get saved. Joining the choir. Everybody can sing. But many of us can only sing under the shower. If they give you the microphone, you disgrace yourself. You can't get saved by playing instruments. When you play instruments in the church, it's better than playing it in the club. But it's not equal to being saved. You can play these things. And you know that in your heart that you are empty, you've not encountered the person. You've heard about salvation. You've read about it. In fact, you even went for new believers. But that person, you don't have it yet. 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 You and then we will be out of here. Amen. Go with me to the book of Ephesians. Chapter 2. The 
verse 8. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8. When you come to church and the scriptures are open, open to it. That's how we learn the Bible. That's you don't look at the pastor's face. His face is not the Bible. The Bible is that book you are having. Ephesians 2 8. He says, For by grace are ye saved. For by grace are ye saved. By grace. By grace. What is the meaning of grace? The free help that comes from God. The divine help of God. It's a free gift. For by grace are are ye saved. Through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. This morning, God has a gift for somebody. I said, God has a gift for somebody. For by grace, just grace, it doesn't depend on you. It's by grace. It's available. It's free. But you see that this grace, it enables you to be saved through your faith. This morning, all that I've come to do is to produce faith in you. So that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I come to produce faith in you so that you can make good use of the grace of God that is available to save you. It's a gift. It's a free gift of God. You don't have to pay anything to be saved. You don't have to give an offering to be saved. You don't have to fill a form to be saved. It's free. Recently, I was reading a book. And you'd be shocked what I read. It, it was about the 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 Mormons. And they talked about back baptism by proxy something called baptism by proxy I didn't even know what it was so it caught my attention and I began to and they said they practice baptism by proxy then they said it means that when you have a relative who is dead and is and died without getting saved you his relative you can undergo baptism for him and when you get baptized for him if he is in hell he will get transferred then I realized there's another doctrine for the Catholic Church, which is the doctrine of purgatory. Where somebody can die so and not go to heaven and is kept in the no man's land called purgatory. And then the living can give some offerings and some prayers, and the person is transferred from purgatory 
to heaven. Then my question was, which verse in the Bible is this? You don't need baptism by proxy. What you need is salvation. Today, today if you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Today, if you are hearing the voice of God, then today is your day. Not tomorrow. Not tonight. But today. Now. It's a free gift. You don't have to pay anything. You don't have to sacrifice anything. You just have to embrace the free gift. Somebody rise to your feet as we close Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You want to close your eyes. And you just want to thank God for the gift of salvation. For the gift of salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Usually we want to thank God for our miracles. But the greatest miracle is, is, is the miracle of salvation. Why don't you lift up your hands and thank him for the gift of salvation. No movement, please. Let's just, we, we are just ending the service now. We are just ending the service now. But we won't just spend a few minutes in prayer. We are not asking God for anything. We are thanking him for our salvation. I want you to talk to him from the bottom of your heart and tell him how grateful you are for saving you by sending Jesus into your life. That encounter is reversing generational curses. That encounter is blocking the power of genetic diseases. That encounter is bringing glory to your life. In fact, it has brought glory to your life. Lift up your voice and thank you for As we close the service today. Yes, Lord. Oh, Jesus, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for salvation, oh Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank, thank, thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for the gift of salvation. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for the sacrifice, oh Lord. Can I have the praise team just up here with me? The worship team, Makoli and Derebo. Jesus. Thank you, oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Say it.
your voice and say Lift your hands and say, I'm grateful for the blood. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the blood of Jesus. I'm grateful for the blood of Jesus. I'm grateful for Sing it for the last time. Oh, the blood, oh, the blood. Before we end the service and before we go home, I want to give you that opportunity today to meet this Jesus. To meet this Jesus. To encounter Him. To set you free from the power of sin. To wash away, actually dissolve, melt your sins away. And make you a brand new man. And to make you a witness of this wonderful salvation. It doesn't matter how long you've been coming here. It doesn't matter what you do in the church. You want to say that, Pastor. Help me. I want to encounter the salvation. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. You are here like that. I want you to just lift up your right hand. Just your right hand. Way up, way up. God bless you. God, God bless you. God bless you. Just your right hand. I'm, I'm not joking here. We're talking about life. And death. Eternity. Thousands and thousands and thousands. Father, I thank you. I give you praise for all these precious hands. I ask you, Lord, to mark them with your precious blood. You have your hands lifted up. I want you to take one last step. I want you to walk up to me here. I want to pray personally for you. Come to the front. Come to the front. It's a step of faith. For by grace are you saved. And not of yourself. It's a gift of God. Come for this precious gift. Come for this precious gift. Come for this precious gift. Pastor, I need Jesus to set me free from the power of sin. To me, come to Jesus. Rayesu in chain. Come to Jesus. Rayesu in chain. Come to Jesus. Rayesu in chain.
account to Jesus. It doesn't matter your age. doesn't matter your possession. How shall we escape? How shall we escape? We will be glad. So great as our I still believe there are some few people who must walk to the front today. Today is your day. Tomorrow may be too late. Come to Jesus. Let's close our eyes. If you are in front, I want you to raise your hands to heaven as a sign of surrender. And I'm going to lead you in a simple prayer. I want you to make this your personal prayer. I'm only helping you. And I'm guiding you. But you must own the prayer. And pray it from the bottom of your heart. Say after me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Today, today, I come to you. I come to you, just as I am, just as I am, with all my sins. With all my sins. But today, but today, I confess you. I confess you as my Lord, as my Lord and personal Savior. And personal Savior. I repent. I repent of all my sins. Of all my sins. And I declare. And I declare that you are my Lord, you are my Lord and my Master. And my Master, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, please wash my sins. Please wash my sins and write my name and write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. From today, from today, I am all yours. I am all yours, and you are mine. And you are mine. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for receiving me. For receiving me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For receiving me. For receiving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, I pray for these precious souls today that stand before you and before all these witnesses to confess Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. I ask you, Father, to receive them unto yourself. And I stand as your servant. To rebuke and to reverse and to neutralize yes, any word of yes. the devil, yes. any power of Satan at work in their lives. In the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, yes, I Lord. reverse curses. Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, I establish them in the kingdom of God. Amen. By the blood of Jesus, I decree that they are permanent in the Amen. house of God. Thank you, Father, yes, Lord. for reaching out to save all these precious Jesus. people. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Somebody put your hands together for this wonderful people. What a blessing. The pandemic does not allow us to shake hands with you, but I'm shaking your hands in the spirit. Congratulations. Congratulations. Okay, we have our brother here waving his hand. Please go to him. He's going to speak to you for just some few minutes and then you come back to your seat. Wonderful. Ah. Put your hands together for them as they take their seats. Church, you may be seated. Put your hands together. Let's welcome the bishop, Chris, as he comes to close us. Ah.
we can do better. This one, it is called pure gospel. It is called pure gospel. Let's clap for the word of God. Hallelujah. You are not clapping. Robert, you are not clapping. You are not clapping. How many believe that we have heard the pure gospel? Bishop Andy, we want to say God bless you for sharing this truth with us. Amen. Amen. So we are all going to be witnesses. Those who have not had encounters with the Lord Jesus or you have forgotten the encounter, may the Lord give you another encounter. Amen. So that we can have something to share with people when we are telling them about Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift up your right hand and say, I receive that encounter. I receive that encounter. Alright, so we want to take communion quickly before we take our offerings. So communion is being shared. We tried to allow us to be bringing a communion, but I realized that for months it was not working. So, now we have this cup that is sealed. You just take bread. Please have, always have a sanitizer and then just put, use your own sanitizer. As we are waiting for the communion, I can give the announcement. The announcement is that we are, we are having Good Friday Miracle Service. Amen. At, at yeah. our own, our own place, that as Mampong. Good Friday miracle service at Mampong. And the place is called, not Independent Square, it's called Jesus Savior of the World Square. Our daddy has used a machine to wow. clear a place that is even bigger than Independent Square. It can, with the COVID, with the COVID spacing, it can take, even with the COVID spacing, it can take 40,000 people. Hey, wow. <laughs> hey, hey. You know, I want us all to get prepared. But wherever you stay, you are going to go with that area. So, bus center or center. A bus will be organized by your regional head and they will be going in buses. If you are in a choir, the choir will also have, they have their buses so that they can go in buses. If you are with the ashes, the ashes will plan to have a bus. If you are with the dancing stars, they are also going to have a bus. So nobody should be left behind. This morning during the morning service, I was explaining to them when I was sharing about the blood, why the blood of Jesus is precious. And I was explaining to them that Bishop Dag wants us all to come there because God has instructed him that when we come, the blood of Jesus will do something. COVID season, he does not really have to call us, but the Lord instructed him. So be our heavier, we are going. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, we are going. We are going. Heaven knows where we are going. We know we will. 
We will gather. Heaven knows how we will gather. We know we will. It's not easy to go. It will be hard. It will be hard. We know. And the road will be muddy and rough. But we will gather. Heaven knows how we will get to my point. No, we will. Amen. It will be hard, we know. Then the road will be muddy and rough. But we will get Heaven knows how we will get We know we will. Alright, let's, let's take a communion. sharing truth with us this morning about our salvation and Jesus believes that one of the ways to show that you believe you have had an encounter with him is to always take communion he said this communion do it as often in remembrance of me in remembrance of me and what it means is that you see Jesus came to die on the cross for us so we'll be saved so we'll be healed through his blood he said they overcame him by the blood so we can overcome so anytime you are taking the communion you are, you are confirming your salvation you are also believing God for healing and you are believing God that you overcome overcome your sin overcome your, your diseases any attack of the enemy so lift up the breath let it up believing that what you are doing is powerful Jesus said that this as it enters your mouth it turns as his body what you eat determines what comes out of your life say the body of Jesus body of Jesus and please eat it by faith The Bible says that in the same night he also took the cup of wine and he said, This is my blood poured out for you. Drink in remembrance of me. So this blood, this as it is now, it is not blood, it is wine. But as we prayed over it and it's entering into you, it's turned as blood. Wow. Jesus turned water into wine. And he said, as I'm leaving, I'm leaving you this. As you take it, it turns into my blood. 
purge your system. It will clean your life. It will wash your sins. He said that when the devil, the angel of destruction comes and he sees the blood, so Every Sunday we take communion. From now to next Sunday, may the Lord through this blood preserve your life. Amen. Lift it up and say the blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. And please drink it. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your church. Thank you that by the blood of Jesus we are part of your family. Thank you that you left, Lord Jesus, you left this that we do often in remembrance of you. And we have taken this communion by faith and we believe that the blessing thereof shall be our portion. We run this week in this journey and this strength in the name of Jesus. And God's people say, Amen. God bless you. blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273-240-449-0540-774941. Stay blessed.